My name is Melissa, and I'm part of the BAG system, and we have dissociative identity disorder. What was it like for me? Not only to find out that I'm not alone in my head, but also to inform the people I love? What about my family's reactions? Was this entirely unexpected? Because we are going to speak with two of my siblings. Or what was the public's view when I came out to my YouTube channel with my diagnosis? While I was originally shaken, my path has been an evolving and winding one that somehow brings me back to shaken every once in a while. If you give us a listen and you want to find out more, you can find us over at thebagsystem.com. I have alternate personalities. Really funny. But what if none of this is real? How do you feel? Small. Can she just get out of my face? (laughs) What if I'm not real? 2019 ended with something of a revelation. Alternate personalities. I thought this was the four horsemen of the apocalypse. It turned out that what I thought was my damnation was actually the beginning of a new world. My acceptance and denial go in circles, chasing each other's tails. A story that seems too out there to be true must be hogwash, or maybe it explains exactly what I've been struggling with my whole life. The average time before getting diagnosed with DID is seven years being lost in the psychiatric system. For me, maybe a little longer. I spent years without knowing my current diagnosis. Many don't know they have it, and just like me, they need to be informed. The average age of diagnosis for dissociative identity disorder is 30. Why now? Why, after all this time, are the symptoms becoming so obvious when they just weren't this way before? I wonder, might I have gone my whole life without knowing that I have DID, that I have headmates, if it weren't for the new trauma from early 2019? I think that what happened kind of, it stirred the pot. The more time goes on and the more I experience things, the more these weird, surreal, out-of-body, out-of-mind experiences happen that I'm just like, that doesn't make sense if it's not DID. The more that it develops, the less doubt I have. I have a YouTube channel under the name I Drank the Seawater. But I told my family a while before I spoke of my diagnosis in my videos. We are going to speak with my baby brother Jason about his impressions on the way I informed him of my having alternate identities. Hey, baby. Hi. How you doing? Glad to be seeing you. Glad to see you too. So what was this in December or something, 2019? I call you up and I say, I have something to tell you. There's something going on and I'm really psyched out and I'm worried. And then I I says, don't, don't you worry though. I don't know what you expected that I was going to say though. I had no idea then and I have no idea now. (laughs) Still no idea what I'm going to say? No, no. uh, I had no idea what I would have expected. When I first told you that I had alters and before you spoke to Skittle, 
did you have a doubt in your mind that it may not have been true? No. You thought Melissa's telling me the truth? Yeah. You did? I kind of love you more now. (laughs) So I was telling you about realizing that the girl in the mirror was actually a happy child who loved the new name I gave her until I could know her real name. What motivated you to say hi to Skittle? I'm not sure what motivated. It just seemed the right thing. There was another person identified, so I felt I should address them. How would you describe the tone that Skittle speaks? Does Skittle talk like me? No, it's, it's fairly distinct. I kind of felt like, like she burst out of my voice, like kind of like she just kind of burst out and bubbled through my body. But I was like bouncing on the chair, <laughs> just kind of like screeching. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right for what I heard. That sounds right. You believed me from beforehand, so you had no doubt afterwards either. Even when you heard Skittle, you weren't like, maybe she's acting. No. You, you, you're that good a person? <laughs> is, is, is that a bar? But the experience of experiencing Skittle, which was really, like, huge, <laughs> was such an impression. But then I came out of the conversation with you, and I'm so grateful that you said hi to her and that she reacted because it really left an impact on me and, and, and my, my, my concrete belief that this is real. And she really loves you. That was the most Skittle has ever spoken in one switch. That's quite touching. And I love you too, Melissa. And I love you too, Skittles. Now, we're going to be speaking with big sister Juanita on her impressions on if she ever doubted that I had alternate personalities or on her interactions with my headmates. When I told you that, uh, well, it's not bipolar. Well, actually, first, did you believe that I had bipolar? Not really, no. So for me, at least it it helped me understand what was going on, even though it was a complete lie. (laughs) (laughs) Because I needed to know what was happening and I needed to hold on to something in terms of, okay, this explains it. Yeah. So, but for that diagnosis, you were like, nope. Nope. (laughs) Okay. So then when I come out, like, what is it, a few months later, I'm like, okay, it wasn't bipolar. Turns out I have alternate personalities. Mm -hmm. Did you buy that? Yeah. Right away. As soon as you said it, yeah, it makes sense. Did you notice switches later? Yeah, well, later on, I recognize, okay, it's this person again, or this one I haven't met yet. There's a few of them that I'd met over the years because I knew it wasn't you talking. They didn't talk like you. They didn't sound like you. They didn't act like you. And I'm like, where'd Melissa go? When I mentioned those moments to you later on, like more recently, you you told me you didn't even remember them happening. So it was definitely one of the others. I just don't know which one it was. Do you have any memorable moments of, of any of the others? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I love Maggie when she comes out. She's always so joyful. <laughs> She's always got fun things to say. And Skittles is amazing, too. She's so cute. Oh, my goodness. She, she sees something and gets so happy about it and all giggly and stuff. And the way her eyes turn and everything is just. <laughs> I feel their yeah. postures are different. Yeah. The, like everything about them is completely different. Like I can see their face and I know that it's not you. Like with Maggie and Skittle, I know right away who they are. I just don't know the other faces yet. For Maggie and Skittles, the entire atmosphere of your face completely changes. Things that you never do. 
and they do. So your face moves completely differently when it's them. In the beginning, you could recognize afterwards when it was definitely something different. Yeah. yeah. I've been wondering for years, though. Like, I didn't really think about DID, but I was thinking maybe something like it. Because you told me at one point I'd asked you if it was. Uh, at the time, I said multiple personalities because that's what I thought it was called. I didn't know about the name change back then. Uh, it was, what, seven, eight years ago when you made the, the first video uh, mini-movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, so around then, I asked you about it, and you said, no, that's not it at all. Yeah, I and don't remember that. I, you would think I'd remember being asked if I had multiple personalities. One would think, yes. So you noticed back at the time that I was making that mini-movie that I had characters in real life and not just yeah. in the, the mini-movie. Yeah, I noticed them before, but it never crossed my mind. I just thought maybe this is a different part of her personality. But when you brought the mini movie out, I'm like, oh, maybe it is multiple personalities. And then you just said, no, it's not. So yeah. I was like, oh, OK. But then ever since then, I kept on seeing things. It's like, but that's not Melissa. When will Melissa come back? Their viewpoints and everything were completely opposed to yours. So basically, I went and was like, hey, I have alternate personalities and you're like yeah i know <laughs> yep <laughs> basically so bipolar out the window alternate personalities stamp of approval yep i love all those i've met so far to clarify when when spoke of thinking that i had alters based on the filming of a mini movie she wasn't indicating that my alters are like an act but rather she was referring to when she recorded me in a scene where i was spoken to by an alternate self. If we move on to YouTube, I was experiencing symptoms of dissociation that were beginning to show through stronger and stronger in my YouTube videos. People were genuinely concerned. I wasn't sure how much longer I would be able to keep my secret. How much longer can I say, I can't say what's going on? Because that's essentially what I was doing. I was saying, I'm sorry, guys, this is one diagnosis I'm going to keep to myself. And I wasn't sure if I could just keep doing that or if I would eventually talk about it and say, yeah, I have DID. But can I really say that? Some people did contact me and they thought maybe I had schizophrenia. I didn't have schizophrenia. There were those that contacted me thinking, well, it's either OSDD or DID. There was that video where someone did guess my diagnosis. Someone who shouldn't have. I made a video labeled, When I met my mind, I lost my fear. I didn't say in the video that I had DID, but some of the clues were obvious to a few viewers. You have multiple personalities. You're a psychopath. Repeatedly called me a psychopath used the old term, multiple personalities, went on to leave comment after comment, but he was being angry, accusatory, mean, turned into bitter harassment with sexual accusations about my basically being a prostitute. And it went downhill from there. I wasn't ready for the diagnosis to come out. And was this the kind of reaction I could expect if I said, directly that I have DID? Would this be everyone? I was afraid, but nervously, 
after a few months, I came out to the YouTube channel I've been building since the summer of 2007. How would they take it? Most of the reactions were positive and receptive, while others tried to be semi-polite while saying they've been watching for years, but they didn't believe this bullshit. I really wasn't taken seriously by, well, we'll say a percentage. I was taken as malingering, attention-seeking. Wow, just another diagnosis. So I wasn't really seen as credible. On the flip side, which is a much brighter side, most of the YouTube community welcomed not only me with my diagnosis, but they welcomed my headmates as well. I can remember receiving comments on a few videos where some would speak directly to Maggie or Skittle or Katie. On seeing those comments, my headmates would come to the front <laughs> to see the message for themselves. I could feel what they felt, which was partly surprise, because they weren't used to being addressed as individuals. It was also partly excitement and happiness. Even Katie, who is so sullen, would feel a certain recognition and warmth. I may not always have had the best of luck when it came to filling people in with what sometimes makes me act the way that I do or the way that we do. Most aren't so skeptical, though. Some may have started out with some doubts and confusion, as I did when I found out. But in seeing the differences between my headmates and I, and in looking back at the signs, I have found a strong support in them. I'm also finding a fondness for my headmates and finding an understanding of them and who they are. I sadly don't always connect with them like I should, but I never regret when I do. The variances in who they are and in their loving interactions with each other are an example to me in how I'd like to treat those around me. I can hear them talking to each other inside. I hear children crying sometimes, but other times they're laughing. I hear the older ones running after the kids calling out with the words, Little girl! I've been learning not to neglect their needs because they are just as valid as mine. I get embarrassed about switches, but if they can deal with me being on the service most of the time, then I can handle when they need a turn to express themselves. I'm learning about who they are as individual identities, learning their moods, dispositions, variances and likes. I learned that a trigger for them to come out doesn't have to be negative. Skittle only surfaces when there's something that she's interested in, likes, or is excited about, like diving through a pickle jar with her bare hand and giggling about it. While I was afraid and worried about talking about having DID, and while some of it was in fact a thing of concern, it has mostly been a positive welcoming from my inner system. I can see why. My headmates are endearing, kind, and they love interaction if they feel safe to do so. My family and friends have overall taught me to trust them. With the conversations recorded in this podcast with my sister and my brother, and how they believed me openly, my heart feels warm and grateful. There are so many of us inside who are appreciative that with all of us together, the response is a positive form of overwhelming.